start was Old Habits by The Flood of 1894, the gem of their debut album, I Think I'll Feel It Tomorrow. You know what else you're going to feel tomorrow? This next song, Poison Pill. A lot of people ask, Khan, how can there be a flood of 1894? That's the future. Or maybe the distant past. What they don't know is that NL1894 is a designation of an abandoned Nodite Nidrosilly Joint Reforestation Project. It was a small woven seeding vessel intended to reseed the first large landmass it contacted. Unfortunately, the island died in its infancy, along with the cooperation between our two nations. Niger Silly blamed the Nodites, saying that the internal logic engine that they cobbled together killed the core that drove her. Meanwhile, the Nodites are saying that the technology they used was advanced beyond any common league vessel, and it was more than compatible for any kind of primordial core. NL-1894 was set to drift through Niger Silly space, a monument to the failed attempt at unity between science and nature. But when a lone Nodite sailor crashed his vessel into the island after a night of binge drinking, he decided to remain there in sobriety and solitude. That is, until it started pissing like a drunk racehorse. Right, so get this. The magical mechanisms of this thing were long dead. But the reforestation uh, protocols, they were still intact. So out of nowhere, this thing triggers a great friggin' deluge. We're talking raindrops the size of your thumb. Not only that, but the plants were enchanted to grow like untamed pubes the second this piss protocol hit. So now this former drunk is sopping wet and up to his areolas and begonias. It rained for 428 days before the Nidrosilly noticed and intervened. When they got there, the dude had gone bug shit and he refused to leave. He didn't just refuse, he started hunting the fuckers like game. He took out two Nidrosilly Glade Guardians before they finally subdued him. I love that story. And I love this band. You can hear the anguish and the turmoil of the songwriter and the raw lyricism and sharp instrumental edges. That and the drummer kicks fucking ass. Whatever happened to that guy? The drummer? No idea. The guy's a weirdo. But the good kind. No, you mook. The guy on the island. Oh, he got a book deal and lives in some giant castle somewhere in Nod. He's got a land grant from a local baron and everything. Pfft. Freaking sellout. I never bend the knee to some prissy peerage. I got too much self-respect. Oh, so I guess I'll skip this ad read for Blight Bites, the plant-based protein snack that bites back. Touche, my friend. Touche. So there you are, hiking a long, lonely trail with a rumble in your stomach and a biting fetish in your soul. Well, look no further than Blight Bites, plant-based protein snacks. They put the You've exited the larder and into the kitchen of the Midnight Hooker. My favorite DC hero. <laughs> there is a goblin in every room. And as we enter the goblin's turns, one of them will move. It is going to be on the first floor. It's going to be number six. You hear a squeak, squeak, groan, thunk, thunk, squeak, squeak, groan as water is turned off through some kind of bizarre goblin ceremony. The plumbing in this place seems like it's ready to burst at any given moment, purely out of protest for having to clean goblins. <laughs> the water heater and the septic tank are the same <laughs> device. <laughs> Where the fuck is my towel? 
Oh, I'm sorry, slam you. I didn't realise that there was any more than one fucking towel. You can't lay claim to the only fucking towel. We can't let them get that towel. That's our bargain. That'll be. <laughs> <laughs> we will begin at the top of the initiative with the dog. Yeah, dog. You hear the padding of dog's feet <laughs> that no doubt smell like Fritos <laughs> as they clink, clink, clink their way above you. Mm, the up dog. Dire pug. <laughs> it's the up dog. <laughs> Who do you love most? That's right, Destiny. Destiny's your favorite. Shove it up your ass. Steven's the favorite. For a second, I thought that was the dog. <laughs> <laughs> this is a weird episode of Scooby-Doo. That moves us on to Darlu. And for a recap, the names you've heard so far are Barfall on You, Dethany, Skeven, and Slamuel. Good Ooh. names. With the hatch still open, leading to outside, Darlu is going to push the unconscious goblin out. Okay. If a patrol comes through here and finds it, we're fucked. That'll be a 16-foot fall, and they will die. I don't care. Okay, cool. You lift the goblin effortlessly and toss it out the window. You hear a loud, audible crunch and splat as it collides with the rocks below. We can't leave behind a trail. We can't leave behind evidence. Is that going to take my action? I would say picking up a goblin, throwing it out the window, that's basically an action, but you can take a bonus action if you want. After chucking the goblin unceremoniously out the filthy porthole, I am going to move into the kitchen. Beautiful. That brings us to Lita. If this is the kitchen, the armory should be just ahead. I'm going to take a look. This time, instead of leading with a punch, Lita is going to awaken Iris and send in her companion to uh, electroshock this goblin. Beautiful. What would you like me to roll for that? Is it an attack? Yeah. Roll attack. That is a 21. Beautiful. That is a square on hit. What you got for damage? Four points. My God. As thin mechanical arms extend from Iris and attempt to subdue this goblin. Marvelous. Anything else? I'll walk into the room with the goblin. Uh, it is activated. So on its turn, it will attempt to alert. You fibrillated it. <laughs> <laughs> you just got fibrillated. <laughs> that brings us to Sir Troth. Okay. Troth still being in the rat hole. <laughs> Uh, will use his movement to get up into the kitchen and hopefully within perhaps line of sight of this tased goblin <laughs> and realizing that time is of the essence, he will pull one of his javelins off his back. As he does, it kind of gets caked and embedded with the spores from around him. Oh. And he's going to throw it at this goblin's neck. I love it. Give him the old cake jab. The old jab. <laughs> Give him the cake neck. Uh, 15 <laughs> to hit. 15 is a hit. 14 points of damage. Holy fucking shit. Right. Woo. Thank you, Spores. Cake neck indeed. You just got a slice of that bad boy. That is wild. Mmm. His pie is cherried and covered. I basically threw a great sword at him. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> you hurl a javelin and pin the thing to the wall of its own ship. I'm going to go ahead and see if that thrown weapon causes enough noise to alert the upstairs person. It does not. Uh, <laughs> this dude is totally oblivious listening to his friends argue about who the dog likes more. <laughs> Darlu is going to stare at Troth very excited. In my head cannon, I pin him to one of the fart tanks on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I 
absolutely. <laughs> he just starts blasting him with like fire hydrant fart. <laughs> I don't know why I'm expecting him to like blow up like a balloon. <laughs> I was imagining his legs dead flailing like a like blowing in the breeze like a windsock. I like the goblins have fire hydrants filled with farts to make fires worse, not put them out. Well, you can you can also use it as a jetpack. <laughs> Or just a snack, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you can huff those. I think that's it for Mr. Troth. I love to hear it. Uh, that brings us to Gigil. Um, Gigil will enter the room, unmount the goblin from a fart tank, <laughs> and I am now in the armory. Excellent. We'll say that uh, with two movement actions, we can say you spend your bonus action kind of doing your tidy job and yeah. pulling the goblin off. So you got a goblin if you need one. Yeah. For a snack. That's true. <laughs> I, can hit, I can hit another goblin with it. Hell yeah. Uh, anything else? That's it. Those, those are all three of my actions. You're Osmosis Jonesen for Gobflesh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like the idea that these uh, fart tanks can also be used to like breathe underwater. Like, <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> but only for goblins. It beats yeah. drowning, but it's not great. Let's uh, roll to see if any of these goblins decide to move. That is odd. It's just top floor. And... He does. The four port side decides to move. There are three possibilities. He goes down. Downtown. And because it is his turn, he alerts. He walks in and sees the strange jello man holding his dead friend and goes, What in the fuck happened to my goddamn fucking fart tank? Who the hell are you? The shout emanates. There is a 50% chance of alerting adjacent goblins. Nope, 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 nope. It's like each of them is responsible for filling their own tank. <laughs> that was my tank. He does not alert the other goblin. Ooh. <gasps> His ass noise is suboptimal. His brown noise. <laughs> yeah, that guy's always yelling about fart tanks. <laughs> but he is going to attack. Silent but dreadly over here. Uh, there's two in here. He sees a goblin and assumes the goblin is an ally at first and goes right for the giant jello man. That is a 14 plus five. Does that do it? That's going to hit. Oh, All right. Angelo man. Angelo. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Uh, that's six damage. All right. Piercing as he draws out a knife and thrusts it at you, digging it in deep into your delicious pectin. That's only fair. We've stabbed your friend. <laughs> <laughs> Only fair. Now he's got to fill you with fart. You realize this place is full of screams at any given moment. And therefore, his screaming about his fart tank didn't seem to concern anybody too terribly yeah, much. That's just how they talk. They have one volume. <laughs> it's scream. Either angry fart shouting or silence. <laughs> that brings us back to the top of the initiative with the dog. He is going to move aft into the engine room to play with his beautiful engineer friend. Aw. <laughs> he picks up a wrench in his mouth and... Tries to stick it into a bolt. and Oh, he doesn't like grab the engineer and thrash it around like a dead <laughs> animal. <laughs> <laughs> and that moves us to Daralu. Daralu has one of one choice right now, and it's to draw his bow back and shoot the angry goblin. Woo! Not great. Uh, that's going to be a whopping 12. Not going to do it. What is going on with my rolls? God Damn. <laughs> you fire at him. The arrow finds its way into the wall, making more noise. Let's go ahead and see if it alerts anybody. <clears throat> it does not. Thank God. Jesus Christ. Y'all are getting lucky on these percentiles. <laughs> I'll take it. 
after the arrow is cast out and rattles against the wall, not silently, but not loud enough to let anybody know that it's a rattling different from the regular rattlings here. <laughs> I'm going to use my last bardic inspiration Ooh. on Gigil. Nice. Raids on. <laughs> my turn's over. You know what? No, I'm going to move up into the room and then my turn is over. Works for me. That makes it Lita's turn. I'm going to walk up behind this gob and give him an old punch to the ear. Give him the old throb. I'm going to say that if a gob remains activated for an entire additional turn, it's a 100% alert. Anybody adjacent will come. That makes sense. What you got, Dana? Everyone adjacent will come. come. Um, <laughs> 15 to hit. That'll do it. They're not quite PC level stats, but they're not they're no jokes. They're not uh they're not your usual goblin. Yeah, for sure. That is 12 points of thunder damage. Excellent. It is not enough to fell it, but it is below three quarters health. And a massive armored fist slams into the side of this goblin's head. You think just because you can take Stabigail, you're going to take down Skinnigan? Suck my ass! Stabigail and Skinnigan. <laughs> oh, I'll suck your ass when you're dead. <laughs> I don't like goblin threats. <laughs> I'll suck your ass in hell, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and Iris, still hot with the electro clamps. <laughs> goes right for the nipples. <laughs> goes for the other ear. <laughs> goes mm. for the back nipples. <laughs> the Claire's maneuver. <laughs> Missing horribly. Oh, no. Nerds. Okay, that brings us to Sir Troth. All right, I'm going to rote the boat. <laughs> Don't rote the boat, baby. Keep my, it's so rotable without agitating anything except for chapstick. <laughs> um, I guess the options are run into another room with a whole new group of goblins potentially <laughs> to alert or finish off the job that the uh, team has started. So I'll move into the room that they're in and do my very best to uh, try to just stab the goblin with my traditional spear. I love it. Deciding no more javelins for now. Uh, yeah, I'll just stab out at his neck. Give me the goods. Another 19. I'm rolling really good today. God yeah. damn. So that's uh yeah, 24. <clears throat> I don't think it's possible for you not to do enough damage to kill. <laughs> Probably not. Yeah, 14. <laughs> you impale it on the neck and manage to hold it there just long enough to lower it onto the ground carefully. <laughs> mm -hmm. Or would you prefer like a pitchfork to just foist it out a window? <laughs> <gasps> Ooh, that's tempting. Tempting. I think instead, though, I'm just going to stab him and lift it so he kind of slides <laughs> towards me <laughs> like a lamb kebab and then just let him kind of fall to the ground gently at my feet. Catch him with your knee and then lower him onto your foot like he's a fucking hacky sack. <laughs> let him down easy. It's, it's hard for Troth to say things without being loud. So. <laughs> let us keep going. We're doing well. Let us I'm trying to think of like whispering Troth. You're doing great. There isn't much room for improvement. Okay, that's enough. <laughs> I'm going to bite you for that one. No. <laughs> that brings us to Gidgel. Lida, quickly now, finish your task. Suck his ass. I will stop anybody interrupting. <laughs> you promised. <laughs> <laughs> we must keep our word. <laughs> your honor is at risk. <laughs> <laughs> you must suck his ass. Sorry. You absolutely have to. Oh, slurp the goods at his ass. Like There'll be time for taquito. ass in the aftermath. <laughs> There'll be time for that later. I'm going to need a length of tube and one of these empty tanks. 
Mm. <laughs> I can't wait for you to do that on this ship. I have much to learn about goblin culture then. But still, I have readied my three-section staff. I'm waiting by the door and the ladder if either a goblin comes down. Okay, okay. Anything else, Gidgel? That's it. Okay, that moves us on to the goblins' turns. Let's see who moves on this one. That is the bottom floor. You wrote for me? Yep, there's only two gobs left on the bow. There's three. Yeah, uh-huh. one's just kind of hard to see. The rearmost. Ah, gotcha. All right, one, two, three. That is number one. He's got exactly one direction he can go. It's going to go in here. It's a bad day to be a bottom. Somewhere in the distance, you hear a toilet flush as the urine is processed back into the water tank. Mm. Well, into the septic tank, into the water heater, into the... There is no filtering. (laughs) (laughs) It's a chunky voyage. (laughs) To the starboard above you, you can hear what sounds like a ball being dribbled on the ground. Hmm. A basketballblin. <laughs> <laughs> and next door, you hear a goblin reading loudly to themselves. Oh, I'm sorry, a gobtrotter. I apologize. Thank you. <laughs> gobtrotter is good. <laughs> it's a harm them gobtrotter. <laughs> I was going to say oh, snarl them. There's lickers and there's trotters. <laughs> <laughs> that brings us to the dog's turn. And he is going to move out. And now, Darlu. Excellent. I'm so excited for these goblins to get fucking submarined. Um, I am. Should we make our way up? That's exactly what I was thinking. Hell yeah. Yeah, dog. Yeah, dog. You're going to leave the two on the bottom? You're going to leave the three on the bottom? Well, the good news is if they have to follow us up, we can just kick them down the ladder. <laughs> <laughs> Ultimately, I think moving toward the objective right now is the right choice. I thought the objectives were their lives. Well, we do need to kill all of them. Yeah. All right. Fuck it. Darlu sees that last remaining goblin directly through the doorway. The one he can see from where he's standing. Can't miss twice, right? Bow drawn. I'm going to try to shoot the goblin. Hell yeah. Come on, buddy. Fuck you, buddy. (laughs) 13? That is not a hit. I didn't think so. Your arrow finds home in the book that it is holding, throwing it to the wall. He says, that was a shitty book anyway. Who the fuck are you? <laughs> the book is called How to Block Arrows. <laughs> Talk about poetry in motion. Anything else you'd like to do? Yes. Darlu is going to follow his arrow into the room. <laughs> Dive. <laughs> That's Darlu. That brings us to Lita. Are you the captain on all ships or just our ship? All. <laughs> well, okay. I've got your back. <laughs> Let us going to slip in behind Darlu and attack this Gabo. Woo! Same roll, 13. Fuck. Not great. After the arrow launches the book across the room and you come into a presumably puncher? Yes, I lead with my fist and trip immediately. <laughs> <laughs> running with fists is a lot like running with scissors, uh, and you nearly risk punching yourself in the process, <laughs> but definitely managed to avoid. Ow, I tripped and fell on my fist. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to black an eye. (laughs) Anything you'd like to do with your bonus action? No. Oh, wait. No. Iris, uh, save the situation. (laughs) F5, F5. (laughs) Nine. Good gravy. Cock. Iris, despite being a flying machine, also trips. <laughs> so you come in, 
try to punch it, fail. You send your drone at it, which fails completely to do anything meaningful. And now it's just staring down the barrel of two people, one of whom it thought might be a friend and definitely isn't. Do you have any distinguishing marks that separate you as a member of your particular ship or a particular part of the midden? Yeah, it doesn't even quite require that much, although Lita does have some distinguishing marks in that way. But this goblin should be able to tell immediately that Lita is a low-status goblin. <laughs> Not quite a debtor, but uh, certainly someone below anyone on this ship. At some point, I would love to find out what distinguishes a low-status goblin. <laughs> the amount of teeth. Ah, that's fair. The missed attacks have a chance of alerting the person above. And they are alerted. The, the rare control board presents that. <laughs> you hear the bouncing of some random ball stop dead. And somebody say, Hey, Stephanife, you all right? And that makes it Troth's turn. Get him, get him, get him. Uh, based on the fact that two of my allies have completely miffed their attempts at taking this <laughs> goblin out and seeing that Gigil stood ready at the doorway for a pummeling. I have to take advantage of that. And now that my spear is comfortably stuck in a goblin at my feet, I'll use my open hand to thorn whip that one into this room. Beautiful. Pulling yes. him right into Gidgel's punching arms. Or at least try. I'm fucking on fire. Good God. 23 to hit. I never roll like this. That is savage. Uh, seven damage. But the main thing is I yank him at me. That's seven damage on Stephanife. Is that Stephanife? Okay. <laughs> George Stephanoff a knife. Uh, and I suppose I yank him into the, the danger zone. Hell yeah. And that triggers your action. Yep. That is going to be 16 to hit mm -hmm. for eight damage. Marvelous. Marvelous. And that is enough to take out Stephanife. I'm rewarded. <laughs> With the rest of my move, getting out of the way of Gigil's swinging staff, I'm going to make my way into the room, just pulling my spear out with me. Beautiful. Most importantly, filling this room with deadly troth fart. Because <laughs> <laughs> folks is coming. Oh, boy. Folks is coming. Folks <laughs> is coming. Okay, and that brings us to Gigil. You have a freshly pummeled goblin. Well, if they're simply just going to walk in this room one at a time, this makes our job quite easy. I'm going to move into the room with everybody else and then prepare my action to attack when something comes into range. Sounds good to me. That brings us to the goblin's turn. Oh, boy. The goblin, activated, looks down, sees everybody clustered in the room, and reaches into his bag and pulls out a grenade and drops it in the hole. Hmm. He then calls out, alerting. Let's see. He definitely alerts his adjacent allies, and there are two in that room. The two enemies in the quarters start chattering, and now the grenade goes off. Oh, God. I would like everybody in the room to roll me a dexterity saving throw. What do we got? That is a 22 to save. 15. Lita looks up, seeing the grenade fall, <laughs> and out of fear, lets out a little squeaker. <laughs> Not one. Oh, no! Squeaky. Oh. Uh, my total is 18. Okay. It was a DC 12. <laughs> so most of you managed to dive behind several what look like couch cushions that have been crusted up over the years to have a nice hard shell on them no. and other various comfort objects, <laughs> some of which have strategically placed holes. The years of filth collected on the outside of them managed to relatively effectively prevent any meaningful uh, damage from getting through. However, Lita takes the brunt. 
That's going to be seven fire damage cut in half for all of you who saved. And then cut in half again because I'm a tiefling, so one fire damage. (laughs) And let's see if the people next to you notice and care. They don't. (laughs) (laughs) They're pretty used to the sound of grenades going off. They Mm. assume somebody's just doing some redecorating. (laughs) They'd be dropping grenades. (laughs) These two are now activated, but they don't get to do anything until their next turn. And that makes it the dog's turn. The dog pads ever closer to the center of the action. The goblin above has a drop on you and two more goblins are making their way. Your stealth mission is rapidly turning into a full-on combat. And the possibility of fighting the entire remainder of a goblin hooker crew is a bit too much for you to bear. If your home's a trap, what's a trap look like? You can't be trapped if you don't want to get out. What brings a man to ruins? What treasure within cannot be found without? And what promise can adventure hold without the promise of reward? I can still hear their song, an echo in the dream. Sounds like brassy maths and sacred geometry. Brutal shapes carved out of harmless infinity. Blades and bludgeons, blunt instruments sing a symphony of death in defense of one man's trash. Or I suppose, one man and one woman. Who am I to judge? Love who you will. Or what you will. Girl, this place fucking sucks. Fine digs and all. I mean, it wouldn't have a house that follows orders and cleans up after itself. But something here pulls at the mind. Warps faults. These walls are too eager to please. And while the pleasure's been all mine, I can't shake the unpleasant feeling that when the welcome's warm, one can't help but call this trap home. Greetings, adventurers. Today we're excited to introduce you to a new story, Dark Dice, a horror podcast that blurs the line between actual play and audio drama, where the story is determined by the roll of the dice. Six adventurers embark on a journey into the ruinous domain of the Nameless God. They will never be the same again. One of the players is not what they seem after a doppelganger, a creature that can assume the form and voice of whatever it kills, infiltrates the team. As the players are picked off and replaced one at a time, can they figure out who the monster is before it's too late? Can you? Here's a quick example of what our show sounds like. The, uh, shambler with the jar of liquid inside of him. Soren Arkwright let loose an arrow that cracked the glass, passing through the spine of the creature. The shambler still managed to maintain its forward momentum, but stumbled as it eagerly tried to bite and swipe at Soren, landing near his feet. As Jeff Goldblum has now joined our cast, Dark Dice is available however you listen to podcasts. Hello, all you cuties. Today's pre-roll meta included music from the flood of 1894. I absolutely freaking love this alternative vibe. 
There's something about the cross-section of folksy and angsty that I adore beyond words, and Dalen Phillips nails it with Flood of 1894. If you like the tracks and you want to hear more, you can find their debut album, I Think I'll Feel It Tomorrow, at thefloodof1894.bandcamp.com. Featuring my personal favorite song on the album, Old Habits, an absolute banger that never gets skipped on shuffle. As you probably well know, my horror podcast, The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, is approaching episode three, The Madam of Many Faces. Give it a listen on Spotify if you get the chance. If you're not currently a member of our Patreon, please consider shooting us a dollar a month. If every listener did this, I could actually live on podcasts and make more shows. And you know I would too, because even though I've got a lot going on and Thorpe just got released, I'm already thinking of new podcast ideas that I want to get under my belt. And the only thing keeping me from it is a lack of funds to justify the hours. And I really want to take a moment and thank our Patreon subscribers for making it possible to do what we do. You can find a list of our top tier patrons at slapdashstudios.com. This season, that is taking the form of ships and corsairs and captains. If that sounds appealing to you and you're interested in having your name included in the show somewhere, please join us at the $25 or more category. But that's enough out of me. Let's get you back to the action. Listen, the mortals. You will heed the words of the Eternals on high. The time of togas and robes is over. Now is the dawning age of pants. Jeans of Jupiter, trousers of Demis, breeches of Bellona, slacks of Salus, and dungarees of Dionysus. Two legs, three holes. One ass and four pockets. Cover your sacrificial calves and join us at the Pantheon. Breaches of Faith. We begin the initiative just post dog with Darloon around an Avahan. Dogaloo. <laughs> okay. Things are looking bad. The alarm has been raised and goblins are starting to notice what's happening. Darlu barely singed from the grenade isn't going to let a conflict defeat him again. He's already struggling from the embarrassment of the last time something like this happened to him on a ship in front of his whole crew. He is going to fly up that ladder as quickly as he can and shoot the goblin that raised the alarm. Fair enough. So he is going to attack you. That's fine. They're going to slam down on you with a little uh, goblin spear that they're carrying around. Bring it on. That's a critical failure. (laughs) Seeing you climbing up the ladder, they lift their goblin spear and throw it downward, which manages to fall directly at the bottom of the ladder, leaving them weaponless. Love it. Love it. (laughs) I was going to ask if I could, as my action, try to grab the spear and pull the goblin down with it. Grab his foot. In my mind, the critical failure was them throwing their only weapon. Totally. Totally. I'm also... (laughs) 100% down with that. It's a failure of critical thinking as much as it's a critical failure. There we go. (laughs) But that being said, you are more than welcome to grab them and throw them into the hole. That's a part of your action. That sounds like a good shove mechanic to me. Throw them in the party hole. The pee hole. Oh, God. I'm so not built for this, but like, I gotta fucking do it now. Darlu is going to try to go up there and shove this goblin into the party hole. I love it. Opposed athletics, I think. Yes. Hot damn. What you got, homie? Five. They got a five. <laughs> Wild. 
Se- <laughs> they roll. They rolled a seven. I rolled a six. <laughs> they are not proficient in athletics. They get a negative two to it. Sick. Beautiful. <laughs> I get wait. You have you have a plus zero because you have jack of all trades. That's true. Oh I forgot. God. I get a six. You beautiful beast. <laughs> <laughs> you barely outcompete this goblin for an athletics check, which is a failure all in itself. Um, listen, <laughs> the weakest tug of war. <laughs> Two nerdy accountants fighting over a great. <laughs> I was going to say, you guys see a very pathetic little slap fight happening up there. <laughs> Hair pulling, kicking. As I'm, as Gigil is watching from the portal, hmm, he's only using the necessary force. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Finally, as I get a finger in a dangerous area, but with plenty of practice from Lita. Where is this going? Bear with me. I hook the inside of its cheek like a fish and toss it down the porthole. Beautiful. I'm going to go ahead and roll a uh, dexterity. Uh, We're going to go with acrobatics to see if they land prone or on their feet. Sick. That's pretty good. They do land on their feet. They're not actively prone, but they are currently surrounded on all sides by enemies. Do believe that Gigil gets to bash them now. Hell yeah, you do. I have a reaction as well. (gasps) Oh, Oh, you get to blast a beefy good beef boy on them. Since the goblin lands standing up on its feet, I would like it to lie flat on its back. <laughs> so I'm just going to sweep the leg. That's absolutely fair. Uh, <laughs> goblin engineers definitely did try putting buttered toast on top of a goblin and seeing if they could get it to kind of flip and create mm-hmm. kind of a perpetual motion machine. But all it caused them to do was throw up. <laughs> <laughs> that is going to be 17 to hit. That is going to hit. Nine points of damage. Beautiful. It has not taken any damage so far. But now... And then as it enters my halo of spores, I need a con save from the goblin. Hell yeah. Not its strongest. And with a three on the die, it definitely fails. Uh, I take seven necrotic damage from being chewed upon by my floating spores. (laughs) Well, that fucking sucks. (laughs) This goblin, whose name tag reads Shitney, uh, (laughs) is thrown down a hole and immediately pummeled to death and uh, chokes to death on farts it cannot breathe. Which is an admittedly very small list of farts. Is it S H I T dash K N E E? No. Are you sure? I mean, I was going for a parallel to Whitney, but no, you know. totally. I got gotcha. you. Shitney will never ball again. <laughs> I will say, I do prefer that. And I like that's how they got their name. <laughs> Old Shitney. Was, this, was Shitney just bouncing a grenade like a basketball in the, in the floor above us? Was that the bouncing we were hearing? I choose to believe yes. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> the most dangerous game. One time. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's every time she used to sit on people's knees, they would walk away and there'd just be this streak <sighs> running down. <laughs> the black spot. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, that scans. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, with Daralu done, that brings us to Lita. You have two activated goblins who may well alert the remaining three if they are not taken care of. Where are they at? Directly next to Darlu. Okay, in the room above us. Yeah, so you can and move. There's also right next to us. So I could move up and use a ranged attack. Yes. I would advise not going in that room. <laughs> well, I can't let Darlu just get his ass kicked by himself. <laughs> He's like an infant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to shimmy up the ladder, and as soon as I get to the top, I'm going to kneel down and take a a pot shot to fire some molten slag through the door at the nearest of these gobos. Hell yeah. 
That is an 18 to hit. Definitely hits a goblin. <laughs> that is eight fire damage. Beautiful. Iris, follow my lead. That is a 25 to hit. Awesome. And six force damage against the same Gabo. Hey, that is actually enough to take them out as Snarlton eats shit in the middle of the fucking <laughs> navigation room. She shoots Darlu a little thumbs up. Uh, and that is the end of my turn. I like that. And now we're on to Troth. All right. Two things are evident. One, there was two goblins that could move up from behind to flank us, which would be bad. And two, a grenade just went off. <laughs> so stealth's out the window. <laughs> yep. Yep. Troth is going to block this doorway and fill the chamber with a second level thunder wave. <gasps> second level thunder wave, second, second level thunder wave, second level thunder wave, second level thunder wave. Would that hit both of the jobs? Yeah, I'm just filling this room with thunder wave. Yeah. Oh, that would definitely hit them both. Uh, so they both need to make me a con save. Okie dokie. Uh, we've got a 14 from one mm -hmm. and a 10 from the other. Okay, so that's a success and a failure. Holy Jesus Christ! Lord! So one of them takes 21 thunder damage. Holy hell. That was some of the three best D8s I've ever rolled in my life. That's Good. fucking awesome. Goodbye, Slashley. And they get flung back <laughs> 10 feet, back into the bathroom or whatever. <laughs> And the other one takes half for 10. One falls directly into the piss pool. And our good friend Charnels, Charnels. <laughs> is not looking too great. If I could roll like this every game, that would be amazing. <laughs> what the <laughs> hell? You've been killing it today. Somebody has to pick up all the bum luck I'm leaving behind. Yeah. And then for movement, I'm just going to stay where I am and just try to block the door if possible. Works for me. Slapdash's 2024 calendar, bum luck. <laughs> <laughs> that moves us on to Gigil. I have 40 feet of movement. You have one room of movement. I have one room of movement. <laughs> then I will ooze past Sir Troth into the next room and try and finish off this thunder-waved goblin. I like it. That is a 13 to hit with that my staff. Does not do it on a 13, unfortunately. Then I will follow up with my martial arts. Ooh. A 16 to hit. Give him the judo chop. The judo chop does six points of damage. Jesus fucking Christ. What do you mean? <laughs> gudo chop? Uh, yeah. The gudo chop? You're going to give mm -hmm. him the cheese? Or the judo plop? <laughs> <laughs> my gujitsu. <laughs> that, that's the one. That definitely hits. And damage was? Six points of damage. Beautiful. This is enough for our poor, poor child charnels. You basically just slam him headfirst into the ground, and you can see his neck kind of snap as it flips to the side like a fucking Pez dispenser. <laughs> Would you like to do anything else? I don't believe I have any other actions, but I'd, I'm going to move my mini. And that brings us to the Joblins. They got a gob to do. <laughs> <laughs> the grenades they're used to. The grenades they can anticipate. A thunder wave is something else. All goblins on the ship are currently active. From this moment on, because you are no longer trying to stealth, you can move two rooms for your move action. However, if any of them are still alert by the time they've completed a full turn rotation, they will sound the alarm, drawing the attention of the raiding party. Good luck. We have three goblins left, I believe. Two up here. Yep, three. And a dog. You and also it, yeah. have the dog. 
Can the dog sound the alarm? Uh, fun fact, if the dog had uh, entered into any of the rooms, it automatically activates and immediately activates any adjacent goblins. Okay. He was the most dangerous. That makes sense. <laughs> but no, he can't sound an alarm. Sick. Because he's a dog. Yeah. I, I didn't know if he had like a <laughs> fucking weird whistle in his throat or something. I didn't make this dog. Freedom he was wrenching a bolt fucker. earlier. Like I could. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who knows what this dog is capable of? Exactly. Turns out, not a dog. It's just a goblin who just, a, who's vibing. In a weird... It's a he's, goblin with a fetish. He's just vibing. <laughs> the goblins take their turn. <laughs> One goblin who has similar style and fashion to Lita, in that they are clearly an artificer, enters into the room and drops what looks like a hand-cobbled treasure chest on the ground, hits the top, and it springs into a gun. Another goblin steps in, and you immediately recognize it as a booyah. This one touches the dog, and the dog immediately transforms into a hellhound. Hmm. The dog charges into the room and attacks Lita. Ah, gob! <laughs> does a 14 hit? It does not. God damn. <laughs> its slaver falls on the ground, steaming. Its teeth seem almost like burning coals, and as they bite into the armor... You realize, dog teeth not great for metal. Who knew? <laughs> One of the goblins, who was adjacent to Darlu and Lita, charges into the room with a, let's be honest here, it's a lance. Not a spear, full-on lance. And manages to get a decent charge going as it drives into Darlu. This lance is far too big for it. It is not built to uh, mount with a lance. <laughs> I didn't think so. But, you know, he's putting his whole goblin ass behind it, and frankly, it's a thick booty. <laughs> Honestly, as soon as you said uh, fucking hellhound and lance, I thought he was going to jump on the dog. <laughs> I'm picturing a very Dr. Seuss kind of like lance with a bicycle wheel at the end of it that he's like pushing along. I love it. I love it. If he had the chance to grab his unicycle, he would have been great. <laughs> fucking candy striped all the way down. He just gets on the shoulders of another goblin. Oh, oh, no. I, I did roll damage before I rolled attack. Let me do that That's right. Okay. okay. That is a 13 plus five. Fuck. Yeah, that hits. <laughs> I heard 13. I got very excited. He did get an 11 on the die for damage. Ow. Uh, so, so that is going to be 10 damage. Ow. He's not strong. Darlu is bloodied. That was a big hit. It's a strength weapon, and boy, this thing is not tough. <laughs> Darlu also has a rebuttal. Oh. Because I haven't used it today. When the lance breaks Darlu's flesh, he is going to give a shout toward it, muffled to the best of his ability. But with that shout, his blood turns to fire and he's going to cast Hellish Rebuke uh, on the goblin. I love it. Will he make me a dexterity saving throw, please? He absolutely will. That's a 19 on the die. That's going to pass, but he's still going to take half of 3d10 damage. Excellent. He is not a strong man. <laughs> and that is a... Baller fucking roll. Half of 27 is 13. Ho! I rolled a 9, a 9, and an 8. Let's go. One shy of being able to fell him in a single hit. The fire climbs up the lance, burning chunks out of the lance itself, which he promptly drops, but not before they immediately engulf his hands, turning them into two heavily charred, nasty little wrinkle fingies. <laughs> wrinkle fingies. What are those? <laughs> Dropping his lance. Uh... He immediately starts fumbling for the scimitar at his side. Fuck yeah. That moves us to Darlu. Me. You just farted your gas blood all over this thing, so what next? Fuck yeah, I did. I do not believe he is adjacent to me right now, correct? 
even though we're not considering adjacency in this uh, for the purpose of the lance and for your bow, he is considered 10 feet away. Sick. I'm going to shoot him. <laughs> you want your bardic inspiration back? Can I do that? I'm the only person that can't use it. I already know the answer to this. Does a 13 hit? It does not. I didn't fucking <laughs> think so. Mm, that sucks. Because we're at the end of the combat, 14 HP, 14 AC. Yep, yep. <laughs> nice that and makes easy. sense. That tracks. <laughs> Maybe All we right. can get you something a little more point and click, Flappa. <laughs> Body full of holes. Thank you for the input. You try to shoot this person, but with the lance literally sticking out of your hip, it's a little bit difficult to get the uh, the right kind of angle on that bad boy, and it just kind of flies right past him. That's fair. That's fair. That brings us to Lita. I soften him up for you. Lita reaches up to her shoulder and pulls a zip cord, and suddenly you hear a sound like fireworks going off as miniature munitions all begin firing out from her armor and heading towards these enemies. One is going at the guy with the lance and two towards the one with the gun. Are you casting magic missile? I am. Sick. Such a very good call. Micro missiles as magic missile is pretty (laughs) excellent. Fucking flechette rounds. Hell yeah. (laughs) Gnomon candles. (laughs) It's it's not that they can't miss because they, you know, arc in crazy ways. I just shoot enough of them that there's no way anything's going to not get hit. (laughs) You actually shoot like 20 of them, but three of them are guaranteed to hit. (laughs) I've done the math. Three force damage against the Lancer. You managed to finish off what he has done. Darlu, having burned the hell out of him, you managed to embed your micro missiles into their chest. Do they blow up or just? That's a cool idea. <laughs> or alternatively, they're supposed to do things like deposit a payload of, of poison or something <laughs> like that. But it just shits it out the back end. <laughs> yeah, no, they look suspiciously like empty pen casings that have been filled with other things. <laughs> And once they embed themselves, shortly after they explode. I love it. This one had an earthworm in it. (laughs) (laughs) And the gunner is going to take nine points of force damage. Much better. You just bick them? Bick bick them like Bendem. You have killed Skeevan and Snarlton. Uh, Not the gunner. Ah. Not the gunner. Okay, and seeing the gunner still alive and seeing the gun pointed at her, Lita is going to slide down the ladder. Okay, fair enough. No, no, Iris, you stay. You uh, Secure the room. Iris almost certainly misses her attack with a 13, the magic number. <laughs> it's, and it's so she is impressive how many 13s y'all have got. <laughs> so she is still up in the previous room with Daralu. Okay. Who is now alone with a dog and a gun and a mage all pointed at him. Yep. What are you doing? Get in here. The tank is just like, I'm out. I do have a fucking lance. Uh. <laughs> okay. I like it. That's Troth. All right. Troth trying his best to uh, communicate very briefly with Gigil about his intent. I'm going to go up and port. Troth is going to use a bonus action to manifest one of his newest spells, Zephyr Strike. <gasps> as the chamber fills with a kind of a gust of wind that carrying him at an alarming speed vaults him up the ladder. Seeing giant flaming dog and goblin, he chooses to go for goblin. Fair enough. The hellhound is going to come at you with a uh, attack of opportunity. Ouch. And that is going to be a 18 to hit. Oh yeah, that hits. Okay. And he is going to do you a luscious eight damage. In fire. I have one temporary hit point left. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, moving into the room, I'm going to immediately trigger the effect of the Zephyr Strike to give myself advantage on this attack. Natural 20. <laughs> Damn! Yeah! That's a, a big difference. <laughs> so, eight from the spear, eight from the Zephyr Strike, six from the Necrotic, twice. Yes. <laughs> Three sixes. <laughs> We're off to a strong start. 29 damage to the goblin. Good gravy. Yeah, that doubles the damage you needed to kill it. Good grieving. So it kills the other goblin too, right? <laughs> uh, which also ends the speed bonus from Zephyr Strike. Okay. That makes it Gidgel's turn. It's all down to you. No pressure. <laughs> Gidgel is going to chase after Sir Troth towards the ladder and up. And if you'll allow me, may I activate my rusted star? That'll be a bonus action. Totally doable. As a bonus action, I will cast Expeditious Retreat, which allows me to move once more. And so I'm going to move three rooms in total mm. toward this gunner artificer. I gotta say, these fucking stars have come in handy already. <laughs> yes. Well designed, Law. Well designed. You are now staring down the barrel of this gun and the man who commands it. And I will bring my not-as-complicated weapon <laughs> down onto this artificer's skull. <clears throat> that is going to be... An eight to hit. Oh. And so we are going to bardically inspire. And there's only really one get, thing that can. Gotta get a six. That is a plus three. Oh. So that is 11 to hit. Oh, no. But you're adjacent to it. <laughs> but I'm adjacent to it. Maybe it can't walk away. Oh. Who knows? Let's see. That was my move, my bonus action, my action. And that is all I can do. Oh. Came down to the, to the last roll. Ooh. Oh, the ooze and the goose. It begins the goblin's turn. He must make it to the navigation room, which is adjacent, mm -hmm. but moves away from you to do so. Please roll me an attack of opportunity. Ooze it or lose it. Ooze it or lose it. That is a 14 to hit. Oh! <laughs> that is exactly enough to hit. Uh, let's roll that damage. I'm so stressed out right now. 12 points of damage. Maximum. That is enough. It had already been damaged and he falls. As he tries to run away, you just kind of, uh, nothing personal kid, slide up behind him and break his neck. <laughs> I, I follow it all the way to the navigation room, and when it's like about to do something, I pop up from, I pop up from behind it, break its neck. He reaches for the alarm, but reaches into your chest instead. <laughs> You've been disguised as the button the whole time. <laughs> There is still a hellhound immediately in the room. However, with the death of his mage, it is now just a dog. Oh, sick. <laughs> the spell ends. Uh, it turns out it's hard to maintain concentration when you're dead. Yeah. This dog, immediately being surrounded by very scary people who just killed all of his friends, is going to start freaking out and try to attack Darlu. That's understandable. Uh, that is a 10 on the die plus uh, his six. That's going to hit. Okay. Bad, bad dog. Now that you're catching a proper glimpse of the dog, you realize it is what looks kind of like a combination of the egg-headed shape of a bull terrier on the body of a mastiff. Egg mastiff. <laughs> it is the definition of a mutt. It doesn't seem to have any clear breed or any clear focus. It's just kind of barking around with the zoomies, uh, but they're violent zoomies. <laughs> <laughs> the doomies. The doomies. <laughs> a muttant. <laughs> well, that's a one on the die for damage plus his three, so... Not a huge amount. <laughs> That's okay. I have six hit points left. And that brings us back to the top of the initiative with Darlu. With this 
fucking hound grappled onto my ankle. Darlu is going to try to kick and kick and get the thing free. Fucking dog! (laughs) Focusing and leaning right down next to it, Darlu is going to use one of his remaining second level spell slots and cast Dissonant Whispers on it. If we leave it, I might be able to deal with it as well. In a friendly way. But that's the option. I don't think Darlu is feeling friendly toward it. Absolutely your call. How did you not know that we're going to come for you next? The dog. (laughs) It's just a vacuum noise. (laughs) (laughs) The dog has to make me a wisdom saving throw. It's even worse because it's never heard of a vacuum in its entire life living with goblins. Oh, how do they get the farts out? (laughs) How do they get the farts in? That is a two on the die for a wisdom saving throw. This is not a wise dog. (laughs) That's going to fail. That is, oh, hot damn. The blows. That is 16 psychic damage to it. It uh, frantically speeds around the room with even greater doomies and then manages to run headlong into a wall and fall down. <laughs> uh, not my best fucking friend. Your foes have been slain. You are now in control of the goblin ship. The question is, what are you going to do with it? Iris, transmit and record. Goblog, Etherdate 47457.1. Broadly speaking, Meta Knight vessels fall into six main categories streakers, hotboxes, fluffers, hookers, bombas, and reavers. I think those are all pretty self explanatory. Mind you, ultimately, no two Meta Knight vessels are identical. These are simply base operating classifications based on overall function and mechanical aptitudes. Subcategories also exist within each of these. Technically speaking, there's one more class of Aethercraft, but it doesn't have a name. Well, well, maybe there's two more. I made something just before I joined the LUQ. I got the idea from gobsledding of all places. Step one, build a ship as small as possible, barely big enough for a single pilot, and point them feet first. Step two, Find a way to create a recursive feedback loop inside of a compact core, like a Gobius strip. And finally, step three, use that loop to curve space in the direction you want to go, like a two-way luge, or as I call it, a douge. It didn't go how I planned. But I think they're really just afraid that the idea came from a bag. Well, screw them! If I ever get another chance, I'll put bag in the goddamn name just to stick it to those cheesebaggers. The douche bag. I've never heard a more beautiful name in my life. I'm going to cram the whole thing directly in my so, what was everybody's favorite oh, moments? <laughs> right in your tight keister. Any any real standouts for you, anybody? anybody? I mean, surviving was great. I did like surviving. Not I, triggering any alarms. I really normally when this this word is used or this phrase is used in conjunction with D and D, it's a bad thing. But I do not mean it as a bad thing at all. I really liked the kind of like board gamey feel of this. 
I thought it was fucking cool. I had a lot of fun with coming up with the idea. I really liked the idea of a, of a like Metal Gear Solid stealth mission. Yeah. In D and D, yeah, it's I think like, don't wake Gobby. Yeah, I like I like how it was pulled off. Uh, I liked how it felt like moving room to room, not really knowing where the threats were going to like, you know, move afterward until they were alerted, until they were alarmed. I liked. I just liked how this felt. Well, thank you. No yep. problem. And I think I think thirteen baddies was an appropriate number for the size of the map and how they're padding around. It was is well balanced. Yeah, yeah. I definitely wanted it to take up a full. Uh, session or one full episode and I oh, feel it like did. it did it did a nice amount oh it did <laughs> also it came down to like the last fucking possible die roll which is so good yeah so in my, in my mind I wanted them to have enough health that theoretically if you have a plus three to attack and you take the average of a d6 two people can kill it that's fair. Two, two attacks could theoretically take out any one of them. Yeah. And I figured a 14 was a reasonable enough difficulty to hit because these are professional raider goblins. These guys are not chumps. But, you know, I wanted to, like, uh, yeah. So I thought about making it a 12, but I feel like 14 was a nice, nice start. Yeah, 14 no, it was great. Yeah, but did you calculate Sir Troth just handing out 29 damage <laughs> every now and then? <laughs> or rolling fucking 18 and above the yeah. entire goddamn fight? So fuck, until it mattered. Yeah. <laughs> Just up the average. Do we have any title ideas for these bad boys? I have several. a few. <laughs> Me too. Okay. I wrote down a lot okay. that episode. Angela, do you want to start us off? Okay. Max? All right, buddy boy. We've got, we started off strong, leading with a punch, kill challenge, <laughs> fart tank. I had to write down shitney. <laughs> Gujitsu. And lastly, the Doomies. Uh, I had mm. Blast a Beef Boy. <laughs> uh, I had Pee Hole. And I also had the Doomies. Hell yeah. The Doomies. I had the Updog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think my personal favorite is Wrote the Boat. <laughs> Wrote the Boat is pretty fucking good. We did say it constantly. HP Love Child got me. <laughs> uh, the Gob Trotter. <laughs> I also wrote Gujitsu. Yes! <laughs> Ooze it or lose it. And then one that I just added, it wasn't said, but sounded fun, is Gob Heist. <laughs> Gob Heist is also good. Oddly enough, I'd say uh, Updog is high up there for me, just because it's the idea of like, what's Updog as like an alert, you know? It just, yeah. there's so much going on with that one term. And the fact that it's literally the dog never went below the decks, it was just always mm -hmm. on top. Look, I'm here with the Updog, parentheses, Doomies. Can I, can I hear Max's again? Give me those one more time. All right, you got it, baby. Leading with a punch. Okay. Kill challenge. Fart tank. Shit knee. <laughs> Gujitsu. The doomies. Oh my God. It's so hard. Okay. Here's the updog. Parentheses. Doomies. That's exactly what I just said. <laughs> I'm so down for that. I do also like Wrote the Boat, but it doesn't make as much sense for the audience off the rip. Wrote so. the Boat is. Yeah. Also, technically, it's a submarine. That's just a, a lower boat. That's just a, a downboat. <laughs> Upboated and downboated. <laughs> Updog downboat. <laughs> okay, hold up. That's an episode title right there. Updog downboat. <laughs> Updog, parentheses, doomies is perfect for me. Hell I yeah. think that's good. Hell yeah. Oh. Uh, we didn't get any special gear for this bad boy, so we don't got anything to check there. Uh, we got a whole submarine, I heard. Uh -huh. Thank the you to Ikea gear. for making this week's battle map. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We got, like, the horse and <laughs> <laughs> Uh 
up to 12 fart tanks. Uh, Lita's doing the journal for this episode, and I think that's perfect. Yes, perfect. Honestly, this was just fucking awesome. I had a great time. It gave Bri a break from having to make a map. Honestly, though, what I'm excited about is the possibility of her drawing maps that I can cut to shape and then put together on this so I can reskin it however the fuck I want, which will be amazing. And that oh, way, yeah. That way I get to preserve this lovely aesthetic. Fun fact for those of you out in listener land, last year I ran an adventure for Goblin Up that took place on an organic ship. And so I did <gasps> something similar, but reusing maps from the corpus to reskin uh, yes. like a D&D ship. And it that. was so cool looking. Yes. That was awesome. I really like the idea of putting extra, like slotting extra maps onto this and putting little paper doors for people to just punch through. <laughs> uh, what are we going to do for the uh, image? Oh, it's a it's a me me thing. Yeah, I mean fart tanks is there, but that we already did a fart tanky thing. It could also be the uh, the dog, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. bull terrier mm-hmm. head. But then again, that's not very litta. We kind of want uh, schematics and stuff. I do. I wouldn't mind a schematics with a unicycle lance. <laughs> <laughs> Un- unicycle lance is great. Uh, also the the schematics of a rat canat, and then also possibly the uh, micro munitions. I do Ooh, like the micro munitions yeah. a lot. That does like, feel really good. That's the most straightforward one. Yeah. Okay, so I am entering the information right now so I don't forget. Thank you all again for listening to this episode of the League of Ultimate Questing. Thank you to Sam Hediger, the editor, for editing this episode of the League of Ultimate Questing. And thank you, Bree Golden, for just being a fantastic person and doing beautiful art for the League of Ultimate Questing. You should have like a lead in to, to we wish you luck, but you know, hopefully, you know what? Next time, I wish myself luck. Mm-hmm.